0: Gospel according to St. John, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, In that day you will ask nothing of me. Truly, truly, I say to you, whatever you ask of the Father in my name, he will give it to you. Until now, you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive, that your joy may be full. And will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But take heart, I have overcome the world. This is the Gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, do you understand what Jesus is saying in our gospel reading from this morning? In the gospel of John, we heard these words of Jesus where he says, Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give to you. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. So what does this mean? Indeed, what does this mean? Is Jesus giving you and me a blank check so that we can pray for things to make us happy? Well, some people believe that this is how prayer works. Yes, some Christians believe that if you only have enough faith or if you pray in the right way, that God will make your wildest dreams come true. And if your bold prayers that storm the gates of heaven, do not come true and keep you from happiness, this happiness that you so-called deserve, well, then you haven't prayed hard enough, or you lack faith. Now, the problem with this kind of thinking is twofold. First, it assumes that if we pray with enough grit, then our prayer will be answered. Secondly, this kind of thinking typically does not stop and ask about the motives of our prayers, In other words, this kind of thinking assumes that if we are unhappy or dissatisfied, then the solution that we're praying for is good and right and salutary. However, the fact of the matter is that our hearts do not always desire the things that we need, but more often than not, the things that we want. Bluntly stated, Yes, bluntly stated, because our hearts are full of darkness and sin, we usually pray for things that will make us happy, the easy solutions, and not the things that are best for us. Permit me an opportunity to show you how this works. When we listen to the words of Jesus in our gospel reading, didn't we only hear the happy parts? Yes, the parts that promise goodness to us. You know, these words. Whatever you ask, he will give you. Ask and you will receive. Aren't these the words that you and I hear the loudest? Jesus said a lot more in our gospel reading. However, we typically grab a hold of the words, ask and you will receive. And then we immediately take Jesus' promise and we twist it Yes, we twist it to mean that if we want health and we want wealth and nice cars, a great home, popularity, a job promotion or whatever else tickles our fancy, then all we have to do is ask in the right way with just enough faith and then abracadabra happiness appears before us. Just in case you think this is an over-exaggeration, Keep in mind that the biggest churches in our country teach this very thing. Well-intentioned but very naive pastors preach and teach that happiness is only a prayer away from you. If you are sad, well, plug your prayers into the powerhouse of heaven so that you can be happy with answered prayers of health and wealth. Now, with all of this said... I am convinced. Yes, I'm convinced that health and wealth can buy you happiness, at least temporary happiness. And so are thousands of other Christians and non-Christians alike who flock to these churches to hear this kind of affirmation week after week after week. However, my friends, happiness is not what Jesus is talking about. Indeed, Jesus is not talking about happiness. Jesus is not promising to give you and me happiness if we only ask in prayer. In fact, God never promised that our little lives would be full of pure happiness. Remember that gospel reading at the very end? Jesus, he said these words, In this world you will have trouble and tribulation. This certainly does not sound like happiness, Dear baptized saints, what is going on here is that there's a world of difference between happiness, yes, happiness and joy. Happiness is only a moment. That is why happiness can be bought. But keep in mind that happiness quickly, it, it vanishes, for it is nothing more than just a short-lived emotion. Happiness is a mere feeling that is here one moment and gone the next. In fact, happiness is so temporary That once it leaves, it is quickly replaced by sadness or pain or something else. Tragically, once happiness is out of our grasp, we quickly try to find it again through any means necessary. And this, my friends, is why so many people attend churches that promise happiness. Like a donkey chasing after a carrot on a stick, Prisoners in the thousands go to happy, clappy churches to try and figure out that religious recipe to squeeze happiness out of God through prayer. And When happiness appears and then vanishes as quickly as it comes, well, these parishioners go back to their churches and ask their leaders why they don't have happiness. And these religious leaders, well, they tell them that they don't have happiness happiness because they don't have enough faith and that they are not praying the right way and if they would just have enough faith and pray the right way well they would be happy and so around and around around the cycle goes always chasing happiness never obtaining it but what about joy yes what about joy Well, joy is what Jesus is talking about in our gospel reading. You see, joy is not flimsy or shallow like happiness. Joy is not some artificial feeling or an emotion. Happiness is typically connected to our feelings and our things and our health and our wealth. But not joy. Food and comfort, entertainment and health and wealth cannot bring you and me joy by no means and no how. You see, baptized saints, Jesus invites you and me to pray, not because we lack happiness or health or wealth, but because we have Christ. When we have Jesus, we have everything that we could possibly need. In fact, Paul says that we have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm in Christ Jesus. And so because we have Jesus... We pray that our joy may be full. Full and receiving grace upon grace. It is actually like this. Joy, yes, joy, it, it desires, it anticipates, and it receives the Lord's gifts of forgiveness, life, and salvation. Yes, joy anticipates these gifts. Joy, it looks to these gifts. It receives these gifts, and it rests in these gifts from the Lord. No chasing the tail, No carrot on the stick, no dashing after the wind, but rather joy is created in you and me. It is anchored in the gift-giving Lord who gives us his gifts of grace. This, yes, this is what Jesus is talking about in our gospel reading. Eternal joy. Not temporary happiness. Listen to Jesus again. I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Baptized saints, the Lord answers prayer every time in his word and sacraments for you. It is here in this church from this altar where he answers your prayers and fills you with his word. His absolution, the forgiveness of sins, the very body and blood of Christ for you. Joy. Today he fills you with joy. He answers your prayers confirming to you that you are clothed in Christ's righteousness through baptism that wraps you in the righteousness of Jesus. Yes, the Lord, he answers your prayer. He answers your prayers about sickness and death, giving you joy in the sure and certain confidence that death is not the end for those who go to sleep in the faith. He actually answers your prayers about the sorrow over your departed loved ones, giving you a joy that cannot be taken away. Think about all of those whom we love and have prayed for here, but who still died, your children, your parents, spouses, friends, siblings. Their happiness and yours turn to sadness in their death, but their joy and ours goes on. Though those whom we love are no longer with us, we know that they are with Jesus because they have been baptized and we know that we will see them again. That is joy. Indeed, the Lord, he answers your prayers about the uncertainty of the future, giving you joy at the resurrection, the news of the resurrection, that you will be with those people who have gone before you in the faith, that indeed the Lord will put your body and your soul back together again, making you alive Never to perish again. That is joy. Yes, the Lord answers your prayers with joy. That a day is coming when there will be no more death. No more sickness. No more sadness. No more sorrow of death. And no more suffering. Joy. These are the things that we pray for. We ask God not for the desires of our heart but for what he knows is best for our faith and for our salvation. Dear baptized, saints, dear baptized saints, we pray for open ears to hear, to hear his word, open hearts to receive his word. We pray that he would lead us in all of our ways to strengthen us in this faith. We pray that he would make our joy be full as we walk this life in this veil of tears possessing an eternal joy given to us. Indeed, we pray because we have Christ and Christ has us. As we pray, we are gifted joy as a sheer gift. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteousness bright with thine own holiness Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org the, the Lord bless and keep you. And keep you.